<laughs> she in the gym tonight. Work out in that pussy. Oh fuck, I'm already recording. <laughs> okay, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that fucking little concert there. Um, that's a little embarrassing. Happy Thursday. Uh, welcome to another episode of Meet My Mess podcast, the host where we talk about all the messiest parts of life with me. Did I already say who I am? No. With me, your host, Carissa Harrison, if you didn't know that already. Um, if this is your first episode, welcome to the messiest platform in all the land. When you guys are listening to this, I will hopefully be on a ski do on the beach, drunk out of my mind. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Because it's going to be my birthday. I'm turning 22 years old. Uh, double digits 2-2. Two, two. We'll see how it goes. I feel good about this year on the horizon. Um, just feel like I'm walking into a good year. Hopefully with a lot of opportunity. I have great friends around me. Great family around me. I am still anxious as fuck. Still struggle with that every day. But you know that will probably never change. So not everything that glitters is gold. Um, for this episode, I have decided to just do something that I kind of want to do. Um, since it is my birth week, I don't want to spend it editing an episode that I don't like. Not that I ever really put out anything I don't like, but I want to do a little episode on just the life of the life advice I have been given or the things I have learned throughout my short 22 years of life. My life feels quite long, but 22 years really isn't that old. I think about everything I've done and I'm like, wow, that was all compiled into the 22 years. Um, I want to start off the episode. Sorry for jumping from one topic to another. I'm working on it. I am. But I would like to start this episode out with your piece of ass bikes for the week so that if you don't give a shit about um, my thoughts, my brain, what I actually have to say, and you just want to hear me talk about sex, it's right at the beginning. So here you go. Um, I think I've said it on the podcast before, but I just want to encourage our audiences, our audience, Jesus, my listeners damn to touch themselves more I think that masturbation is often overlooked can we say I think people are always so excited to get to sex get to hooking up with someone else when really you could be having way more fun and pleasing yourself way more on your own um so the reason I give this piece of advice is because I truly am a true 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 believer that you can't really fully enjoy um everything sex has to offer if you don't even know what you like yourself how is your partner supposed to know what you like if you can't even figure it out you can't expect that so I think that if we spent more times 
more time touching ourselves and figuring out what it is we really want in the bedroom, we would become a lot more confident in the bedroom. Um, Once you know what you like, you'll just be more comfortable. The things that you say and the things you, the sounds you make and all that will actually just appear way more natural and way more sexy. And you won't have to think so much about what you're saying, um, how your ass looks if your stomach is jiggling when you ride him because you will be actually just fucking enjoying yourself and not so worried about what you look like. And believe it or not, when you're not so worried about what you look like and just like being an absolute dirty down freak, those are the girls that guys are like, she's an absolute fucking animal. When you turn into like an actual animalistic creature, that's what they want to see. Honestly, the fucking people are always trying to like make themselves look all perfect in the bedroom. But honestly, I would argue that men like enjoy like some dirty, dirty sex. So anyone enjoys some dirty sex, I think. So I would just say, I don't know how I got to being unhygienic in the bedroom from touching yourself more, but I definitely, wow, I really, that's really interesting that I got to there. I didn't plan to go there, but now we're here. Um, If the person you're in the bedroom with doesn't like obviously they think you're sexy if they didn't think you were sexy you wouldn't be in the bedroom with them so don't worry so much about how you look because I can guarantee you they've already pictured you naked so if anything what you actually do have to offer is just like exciting and like new and trust me you look great you look fine just just trust me don't worry so much about what you look like in the bedroom and if you are worried about what you look like in the bedroom and if you're uncomfortable or like awkward about what you're saying in the bedroom, just stay home and touch yourself. Like I said, it's been about four months, five. When's last time I had sex? December? I don't know. Yeah, December. So, um, and I've been having a great time alone. Trust me, it's been great. I feel very sexually satisfied without any man in my life or woman or whatever I don't yeah you can definitely have some good fun on your own moving on everything and everyone is replaceable if your dad doesn't love you don't fret your mom will find you a replacement trust me she doesn't want to be alone either And if she doesn't find you that replacement that you are so looking for, there are always other men out there who are richer than your dad, who will leave you you a bigger inheritance than your dad, and who will shower you with more love than your father ever gave you. So don't worry too much about replacing the things that don't work out. Um, Don't like your city? Move to a new one. There's hotter men in foreign cities anyways. Um, There's probably better weather there too. I, the main thing, all jokes aside, I'm trying to get across is 
don't stay hung up on the things that aren't working out for you. Um, just grab life by the balls and fucking change them. It's fucking hard sometimes when you're in a rut to see how you can change your life. But I think even just small changes make a massive, massive difference. Like if you are feeling stuck in your career, I don't know, this is just like, I'm literally just like spewing bullshit right now. I have no idea what I'm about to say. But if you're stuck in your career, you can still make like small, small steps to start doing something you like better. And it will start to seem a lot less scary. Like for me, I, when I graduated university, I knew academia wasn't the way I wanted to go, but I knew it was kind of my like or like you like naturally with my degree I would probably go into some sort of like humanitarian work or like marketing or something like that and I decided to start this podcast throughout my degree because I knew I would rather be in an artistic creative job self-employed And I'm still doing those other things that make me money. But at the same time, I'm doing something creative to feed my soul, feed my passion. Um, Unfortunately, no one is responsible for changing your life. But you, I know we've heard this before a billion times, but I think people still forget it. Like I know it's easy to become reliant or on the people around you to lift you up all the time. And it is nice if you have those people and it is nice if they have the energy and the capacity to be there for you in that way. But it's not always the case. Sometimes people are going to let you down. People are going to be shitty. People are going to not be able to react to things in the way you want them to or not be able to change your life the way you want them to so you need to rely on yourself and if others are there then accept that help and take that help but never ever rely on someone else to change your life because they won't (laughs) A lot of the time, once you finally get what you want, you realize it's not everything you like thought it was chalked up to be. So take it from me, figure it out yourself, go along the journey and the path towards what you want yourself. Don't take a shortcut to get there. Um, Damn, you might have to be high as fuck for this episode to make sense. I'm not even high. This is probably the most sober I've ever recorded an episode. Actually, I'm drinking coffee. I haven't smoked any weed today. And it's already, what time is it? 1, 1 p.m. I know that doesn't sound like a great achievement, but I usually like wake and bake. So doing pretty good. And I have coffee, so, but hopefully... Maybe you are a little higher drunk because sometimes my words are just fucking, I'm just fucking going on tangents. Um, But really all I'm trying to say here is toughen up, bitch. Grab life by the balls and make it your bitch. Um, Fucking sitting around and praying to your crystals is not going to 
get you to being a CEO. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Um, the next thing I want to touch on in this episode is that nothing really matters. You can always redirect your energy somewhere else if something is no longer serving you the way it once did. So instead of spending your energy on your friend that is so caught up in a relationship and forgetting about you, instead of sending your energy to the sad place and putting all this energy into someone who's not putting their energy into you, you can rewind, revert, redirect to other friends who are single, to old friends who would love to reconnect to new friends. Um, You can always find, I'm really, I guess this is kind of the same point. Like you can still replace everything and, um, yeah, same thing with men. If you get ghosted or a woman or whoever, whoever you're dating, if you get ghosted or if a relationship doesn't work out, there is still a whole other population of people for you. So don't forget that the man you dated for three years really doesn't fucking matter. Anyways, your friend who treats you like shit doesn't matter you already have a new one. You already have a new boyfriend. You already have a new friend. You already have a new job. You already have a new passion. If something doesn't work out, it's, oh, there's always another place to redirect your energy. We all end up dead in the ground or burnt in a kiln eventually. So don't waste your time on things that aren't serving you because they don't matter. And you can choose to make something else matter more. You're only wasting your own time staying attached to something that doesn't serve you anymore. If, again, back to that example of like a shitty friend, if your shitty friend is, I totally lost my train of thought, bound to happen. I was spewing bullshit again. Um, But yes, you're only wasting your own time staying bitter. Um, You being bitter at someone is not going to make them change. It's not going to change their behavior. It's not going to change what they've already done to you to hurt you. So you staying bitter, although it might make them think about their actions a little bit, it's not going to change who they are as a person to the core. So just move on and find the people that do possess those qualities or the whatever it may be, the place that you want to live that possesses the qualities you need. But nothing really fucking matters. There's always something else that you can choose to make matter more. Um, when things don't work out, I think that it provides you with an opportunity to experience something unique to what you would have experienced otherwise. I think when we reach lows where things don't work out, we're forced to make these life-changing decisions that maybe put us in a different place or make us think about the world in a new light. And when we do, that's usually when we experience something beautiful and new and you can add another thing that you've done to your list. Like that's always the thing I think when 
something doesn't work out for me. Like if a relationship doesn't work out for me, okay, well, I learned so much from this one and now I get to probably experience a whole new relationship that was so much better than that one anyways. Or if a job didn't work out, that's fine. I still got an experience there. And now I've had that experience with this company and now I'm about to have a different new one that may be way better. So everything that doesn't work out, I although I do like make fun of like spiritual movements and all that I do really believe that everything does happen for a reason and that we can learn to appreciate everything that didn't work out in our lives I know I have I can't really name one thing in my life I wish that didn't happen because it did bring me exactly to where I am today um I don't know like you have to be able to think back on your life and think about when something bad brought you to something better. I know I've talked about this on an episode before, but all of my unique experiences have started with a hardship for me moving. I moved out to, I moved schools when I was really young a lot and it always brought me to new friends when I went through my break, last breakup, I moved to France. I would have never moved to France if it hadn't been for that last relationship. If I had not gone to university, I never would have moved to France. Um, and like, that's another thing I've been to university. I've done, I've done so many things. I've been in the trenches. I lived with an alcoholic. I've been on the verge of suicide, but I've also been standing at the top of a mountain in Croatia crying because life is so beautiful. So I think that, I don't know, the lows and the highs are always going to, I don't know. I would, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. To be honest. I, sometimes I just like start to say shit and hope it comes out inspirational. And most of the time it does, like 95% of the time I can bring, I can pull something out of my ass that makes sense. And that is coherent and is like, oh, that's a good point. But then like the other half the time, I just have to fucking admit that I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. (sighs) When I like planned this episode, it made a lot more sense in my head. So hopefully you guys are following. The next thing I want to talk about is that you, this was a piece of advice that was given to me. Well, let me rephrase. When I was in university, someone gave me a piece of advice and they told me that people need to be ready and open-minded and willing to change for them to, for you to ever change their mind about something. So I just want to talk a little bit about, um, you not being able to force people to think the same way as you. Because I think in this day and age, people get really, really, really heated and passionate about what they are saying, which is fine. I'm glad that people are passionate about um, their like political point of views and all that. But I think that we need those difference in opinions we can all live in the same space and appreciate each other's points of views I know it's really frustrating sometimes to hear points of views that don't coincide with yours and that you think are so offensive and hurtful but 
we need these different points of views to progress and to learn and to change as a society and to grow. If you think about it, years ago, people would have thought it was absolutely preposterous for gay marriage to be a reality. And the majority of society thought that. But now we're in a place that it's like widely, widely accepted. And if it wasn't for those people that spoke out about their difference of opinions, we would not be here now. And this goes for both ways, right? Like I'm not saying that um, like one, I'm not trying to sit here and say, like how I gave that last example, I think made me sound like I am like, sitting here I don't know I'm just trying to say it goes both ways I like don't know how to explain what I'm thinking in my head right now I'm just trying to say that you can both sides need to do better at appreciating each other when it comes to politics I think and uh not being so quick to jump to conclusions about what someone thinks based on their how they identify or what they say or anything like that and I think that a huge thing I've learned is people are going to be much more open to hearing your point of view and understanding you if you come to them with a point of openness and understanding to their point of view if you sit back listen and then give your opinion this in my experience works way better than if you're about to go in and just fire off all these reasons why someone else is wrong because they're just going to fire back with a million reasons why you're wrong and that's when these conflicts start when really you're not you're probably not going to change someone's opinion even if you have the most valid points in the world if someone isn't ready to change they're not going to change your conservative uncle who's in his 60s is probably not going to change so stop wasting your breath all you're achieving is giving him a heart attack. And whether this is a positive or a negative, I don't know. I'm just telling you the facts. You're just fucking wasting your own breath and taking months, days, years off his life because you're just stressing them the fuck out and they're never going to change. That can be a controversial opinion. Don't care. It's true. I've been there. I've had arguments with that fucking conservative uncle and he still loves Trump. It's actually not an uncle. It's like a removed family member. But anyways, it doesn't matter. I've been there. Um, I think that another thing, I want to see the time. How quick, fuck, I'm really like flying through this. I did not think I would go through all these topics that fast. But we might just have a shorter episode today. Um the next I'm gonna slow down my speaking (laughs) the next point I want to make is that I think or I guess the next thing I have learned throughout my life is that if you are feeling down being kind to others and being of service is one of the best medicines I know it sounds so cliche but I think in our society nowadays, the the importance of service has really, really, really been forgotten. I think with social media, we are so self-involved, so worried about the life we're living and we're forgetting about people around us and the life they're living and the struggles they're going through. And 
I think when you help someone else, when you're feeling down, it reminds you how lucky you are and the position you are in is not so bad. Um, I understand why people have become so cynical and self-involved. I mean, the world sucks right now. It's hard. Um, And when everyone else around you is becoming cynical and self-involved, it's hard not to do the same. I know for me personally, I used to be a girl with just like a wide open heart and wide open arms. And I've become very kind of jaded, I guess, over the years because life has beaten me down. It's hurt me and people have abandoned me and on multiple occasions. And I don't feel like I can trust a lot of people, but being kind will encourage you others to do the same and hopefully make for a world that isn't so cold and cynical all the time. And it will also help you feel like you have purpose. I know when I go volunteer or something, anything, if I'm helping a friend through a problem or if I'm volunteering at the end of it, you feel like you have, uh, a purpose on this earth these fucking ladies doing their freaking yard work I'm actually going to hit a bitch if she tries to come into my yard right now keep fucking walking keep keep it moving come on come on oh I really really hope you guys can't hear that I'll be so annoyed that can't happen. All right, we're just going to pause this for now. Okay, I'm back finally, once and for all. The last little tidbit I have advice I want to give before we hop into questions is um, sorry. Burp and chill. I want to give a piece of career advice. Coming from the woman who is unemployed, has an unsuccessful podcast and a degree she'll never use, um, there is always another way to make a buck. That is why God invented foot fetishes. Um... So spend at least some of your time fulfilling your passion. Um, I think that abandoning your passion is one of the most hurtful things you can do to yourself. I, for when I quit dance when I was 17, for years, I just like kind of stopped dancing completely because I thought I decided to like leave this part of myself behind. And now, I am going to follow something else. So I thought that dance just couldn't be part of my life in any capacity. And it was really depressing for me. Um, I think when you take your passion away, it deprives you of the thing that you naturally love and desire. And there's something about doing something you're passionate about that makes you feel like time has kind of stopped. And I think as humans, we need that feeling. It's kind of one of the only feelings that makes us all feel like we're still really alive. Um, 
it's one of the feelings we live for, I think. So I think abandoning your passion is really, really just only doing yourself harm. And I'm not saying you need to spend all of your time fulfilling your dreams if you don't feel like that's feasible because I know people are going to sit there and be say things like I have children to feed I have bills to pay and of course I understand that but I think that you can still make some time for the things you love like for me for example I like find joy in just like getting ready in the morning and fucking dancing in the mirror and feeling myself because I know I'm a good dancer. I know I'm good at dancing. It's something I can do at home. And obviously I go take class when I can and keep up with it, but it's hard right now. And so finding ways to keep doing the things you're passionate about is one of the most important things when it comes to life. So yeah, I don't know. For so long, I just like left the things I was passionate about behind because I thought that I like entered a new phase in my life and then I realized I can still be a creative person and still have um, a brain and be also academic and a businesswoman and I can also love nature and I can also love to have sex. I can also love makeup. I can love to smoke weed but still do well in school. You know, you don't need to be just one thing you don't need to fall into just one narrative you can be you know you can be all of the things (laughs) I have been the girl who literally lived in the worst part of Vancouver with a father who wouldn't wake up till 4 p.m and went to being the girl who has a podcast and traveled the south of France you know like you can be all those things you don't need to get shoved into one locker and just stay there. And I think that's something that people forget a lot of the time. They make judgments about people and not really see their full picture and everything they have to offer. And people sometimes don't realize you can be one way in one part of your life and a different way in another part of your life. And I think that that's something we as a society need to become more accepting of and stop putting people in these boxes. I'm getting off track again but um going back to doing what you're passionate about it's never too late to get back into it um even if it's just in a small small way and don't feel embarrassed for doing something that you gave up on for years because you might feel rusty or your talents aren't what they once used to be and all that because if anything people will admire you for jumping back into things and um doesn't really matter what people think honestly this is one thing that you're doing it for yourself and no one's passion is the same as yours and no one can I don't know live your life and understand the way you're thinking so just do what you want to do and you'll always find a way to make what you want to do work and with time and effort things always, always work themselves out. So don't abandon your passions and uh, keep working on them because if you're always working towards something you're passionate about in some capacity, you will never be able to regret what you did because you were always putting an effort in at least. So yeah. Um, I'm going to move on to questions. I only have two. 
if you guys want to send in questions, you can send them to my Instagram or you can send them to my Twitter, DM me. Um, I also put like a questions box on my personal and on my podcast Instagram stories. Every single week, the garden people came back again. I thought they were really gone, but they're in the front this time. So hopefully you guys can't hear them. Um, The first question I got asked was, why are you still single? And my response to that is because there is no boyfriend flagship store. Um, I am actually ready to meet someone if the right person was to come around. At least I think I am. But also at the same time, I think there is a part of me that is subconsciously pushing people away because of my trust issues. And I'm just not totally ready to let someone in if I feel like they're going to hurt me or if I feel like I'm not in a place that I am completely open-hearted and completely trusting because I do have a lot of issues with trusting people because as you can probably tell by the advice I gave um everyone's replaceable nothing really matters um that yeah things have changed quite drastically and fast for me sometimes so I need someone who is going to be in it for the long haul with me and work through things with me and I just haven't found that person yet um I also do have a fear that once I settle into another relationship that this intense focus I have on my career right now not that it will go away I don't think it ever will I think I will always have a huge drive but naturally when you have a new very very important person in your life you spend less time doing other things because your time is now redirected towards them so I think that I am subconsciously kind of pushing people away because I um am really focused on my career and myself right now and I just don't as much as I would like to have some a companion or some sort of companionship, um, I would I'm in a place where I think I would love to like date someone without a label kind of. Um, but I think that as far as committing to someone, it seems fucking freaky as fuck to me, to be honest. So if any men out there are looking for a girl with commitment issues that they like a little bit of crazy. I'm not crazy, really. I'm just a commitment phobe and don't trust anyone. But that sounds like something you want. Slide into my DMs. Um, yeah, that's why I'm still single, I guess. Also, you don't really just wake up one morning and think, oh, I'm going to go find a boyfriend today. doesn't really work like that, so two years running strong and I'm good with it. I like, I like being single. I finally am in a place that I feel like it's what I want and I do love it. So I can just spend my days doing whatever the fuck I want and not worrying about what anyone else wants to do. Um, okay. Last question. Second and last question. Me and my boyfriend are moving apart in two months. He is moving for work when he moves, we're breaking up. I found Tinder on his phone. Do I have a right to be mad? Okay, this is funny because I have been in this exact same situation before. And honestly, I got fucking pissed. I was livid. 
I know some people are probably like, okay, well, like your breakup's coming anyways. Like, I guess like, I think you have the right to be mad. It's just, do you care? Like, do you care to exert enough energy to fucking fight about this? Um, If you guys are breaking up anyways, oh, email. If you guys are breaking up anyways, um, doesn't really matter, does it? But it still does fucking hurt when you like love someone and you're with someone. And especially if you guys have plans to get to get back together or anything like that, or it definitely does hurt to feel like they can't get on top of someone else any quicker, especially when it's still two months away. I would definitely be pretty upset. I would not be happy. Um, Maybe you guys should just consider breaking up now (laughs) unless you like live together I don't know but I personally think you do have a right to be mad it's just do you feel the need to even fucking fight about it is my what I would ask yourself I personally probably would feel the need to fight about it (laughs) but I don't know do you um thanks for listening listening to me on my tangent today I know that I was a little bit incoherent kind of like off the rails but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode it's been a while since I've done a like fully like mental health related episode um I really do love doing them makes me happy makes me feel like I have a purpose (laughs) um other than just being tits on a stick but I would love to know if you guys like to hear episodes like this and give me feedback. I haven't gotten much feedback yet. So just kind of about, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback and I'm not sitting here asking for negative feedback, but if there's anything you think I should improve upon, let me know. I'm always open to hear it. Um, Please be polite. I'm not asking for hate. I'm just asking for constructive criticism. And also subscribe to the podcast especially on youtube um we're lacking on youtube subscribers i'm feeling all the love from apple from spotify but youtube youtube watchers you guys are slacking so please subscribe um even if you listen please subscribe on youtube as well just to help me out um it really really does help me out also rate me five stars um carissa harrison on instagram or me my mess podcast or i will put all the rest of my socials below because we all know i have a lot of them so yeah um oh there's one more thing i wanted to say before i left um anyways that can be like kind of our outro but i just want to say this before we left i learned the fucking craziest thing yesterday dogs can be gay (laughs) so me and my I was at the dog park yesterday and like a male dog started having sex with my dog and I was talking to my family I was like you think dogs can be gay because my dog was having gay sex and my mom was like oh there has to be research done on this and I literally google I literally type in can dogs and first thing that comes up is be gay and turns out they can apparently horses can be gay dogs can be gay cats can be gay all the animals pretty much can be gay so my final piece of life advice for you is to stop breaking up 
animal sex, especially gay animal sex, because you could be acting homophobically. If they both seem like consenting parties, not your business to get involved. And on that note, rights for gay dogs, rights for gay dogs. (laughs) Bye, guys. <laughs>